0: You're listening to the Kerry Woodham Mornings Podcast from Newstalk ZB. Well, it kind of feels like the inevitable has happened, hasn't it? After receiving his final, final warning a few weeks back, it wasn't going to take much for Stuart Nash to lose his portfolios and job as a minister, especially as many thought Prime Minister Chris Hipkins' actions over his previous Cabinet manual discretions were not firm enough. So this time around... It has been revealed that Stuart Nash sent an email to two of his donors revealing confidential information from Cabinet discussions that was of interest to them. So details about where several Ministers stood on the issue of a commercial rent relief package for COVID-hit businesses was passed on, which once again contravenes the Cabinet manual, which states discussions at Cabinet and Cabinet committee meetings is informal and confidential, as you'd expect it to be. Members of cabinet are bound by collective responsibility and must not detail who took what position on an issue. So clearly, the Prime Minister had no choice but to fire Nash, and it was good to see that there was only two hours between the email being revealed and the Prime Minister announcing his sacking from cabinet. Inexcusable is how the Prime Minister described Nash's actions. Nash crossed a line that is totally unacceptable to the Prime Minister. Well, now we know where the line is. Maybe you felt the line had been crossed before. So the Prime Minister had to stack Nash. He is clearly a liability at this point. This email was sent in 2020, so I wouldn't be surprised if more emails or indiscretions come out of the woodwork. A liability and a distraction that the Prime Minister didn't need in election year and a lack of talent within the government able to take on Nash's portfolios probably gave Nash a longer life than he deserved. But it does raise the question of the action of all ministers, in a way. Former MP and political commentator Peter Dunn told Mike Hosking Breakfast that while leaking cabinet details is pretty bad, he doesn't think Nash did it for any political advantage. I don't really think there's any suggestion that he was leaking for any particular advantage. It's no. just that he liked a big note. And I think that's the saddest bit about it. He's destroyed his career because he liked to brag and Skype. Uh, rather than because of anything that he's done that's sort of wrong, illegal or immoral. And that's all very well, but he still did it. And it's not acceptable. It might not have been done for Nash's political advantage, but it does raise the question of the action of ministers, all ministers, and what we should accept. Look, I'm, I'm not hugely surprised, and I doubt you are either, about Nash's actions. I'm sure Nash is not the only minister... In any government, to have had a conversation with an interested party about policy, maybe just giving them a bit of a heads up about which way the government is swaying, although I don't think they're all silly enough to record it in writing in an email. But we know that ministers and their departments are lobbied by various different groups all the time. Lobbyists, academic and researchers, business organisations, federations, charities, community and activism groups, depending on how closely aligned in values, I'm sure... They have been given the occasional heads up in the past as well. But when we're presented with the evidence so bluntly, it does make you wonder whether the Prime Minister has his ministers under control. Are they acting with due propriety? Like me, you might not be surprised by Nash's actions, but should we be accepting it? And the answer is no, we shouldn't, by any minister. So my question to you, is this the kind of conduct that we should be accepting of all our ministers? For more from Kerry Woodham Mornings, listen live to News Talks at from 9 a.m. weekdays, or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.